0: And now, coming to you live from the heart of Melbourne, ladies and gentlemen, for your listening pleasure,
1: The Yellow Family, with Tom and
0: Michael. Yellow Family. Good evening, everyone. Tom and Michael back for another Yellow Family, the show where we spend one hour of your time over-analyzing a cartoon from the 90s. Yeah, look, realistically speaking,
1: there's a lot of things you can be doing in that hour. Michael, mm-hmm. um, you can watch a very short film, you can go for a very long run. But, you know, I think we can both agree that this is probably the best use of our time.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. And each week, we bring a guest of the week to help us out. And this week, it's Mr Marcus Janser, a scholar, academic, and, as always, all-round good guy.
1: Yeah, look, continue with my Star Wars analogy, which I used a couple of episodes ago. We're now in Episode 7 of our show, just like Star Wars, we're introducing some new characters. But, uh, no, still keeping the legacy alive.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, Marcus, you've chosen this week's episode of the week, which is...
2: It's Season 5, Episode 3, Homer Goes to College.
0: Where Tom, in one sentence, is basically the episode... One of the more self-explanatory episode titles, Mm -hmm.
1: Homer Goes to College.
0: Yeah, it's a great episode, and it's all happening over the next hour. It's the Yellow Family here on Sin with Tom and Michael. There is a theme to the music tonight, which we will get to a little bit later. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Look, Michael, before you get going... Yeah.
1: An ongoing trend of the show. You could say that. Is the medical, technical difficulties we experience.
0: Um, an array of technical difficulties on each show, I think you'd agree. Last, we are getting there. Last week. Yeah. Um, Lots you of fixed, complaints. You fixed the
1: intro, intro music, I believe. Yeah.
0: Intro was too loud. Then we got complaints that the outro was too loud, right? On the same episode. Bit embarrassing for us. Very unprofessional, I think you'd agree. But we do have reports Yeah, last week's episode that in. Yeah, I think
1: in. I fixed it. They're too soft. The outro was too soft. We can't win.
0: <laughs> we can't win, can we, Tom? So
1: look, we don't know how this week's going to end up. Yeah, Turn look, out, if the we'll int- find out. I
0: think the intro and outro being too loud have now become staples of the show, so <laughs> we will continue with them, I- ignoring that they are too loud, as if they are not Just technical difficulties. Tom, there's a lot of chemistry in the room tonight a lot of chemistry. And for that reason <laughs> I think it's time to meet our next guest. We get different guests in each week to help us with the episode discussion. Yeah,
1: look, it's one of the main parts of the show. Is, um, if it was just you and me, I feel like
0: it wouldn't work. Yeah, it would get a bit insane. boring for the listeners, right? So tonight we're joined by Marcus. He's an academic, a scholar, PhD student and of course Simpson's fan. Yeah, you got Really have to be a Simpson's fan to be on the show. Really Not, wouldn't it work wouldn't otherwise. Really work. Yeah. And of course Marcus, thank you so much for being on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
2: Yeah, of course. Thanks for Having me, guys. So I recently completed my Masters of Chemistry, working with lanthanide ions in magnetochemistry.
0: And, and yeah, I- and for those who don't know, magnetochemistry is basically where you, you're studying a bit of chemistry and then also studying in depth the villain from the X-Men film franchise. Very as well. important industry. <laughs> yeah, it's a big part of what I do. And <laughs> yeah. so
2: I'll soon be, soon be starting my PhD at the University of Manchester in a couple of weeks. And for
0: those what at home, that feeling. basically translates to. No! Oh, I'm so sorry, Marcus. There seems to be some kind of technical difficulty in the studio. I'm just going to... Oh, there it is. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, no. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, no, look, Marcus, sorry about that. But um, on this radio show, there are two
1: kinds of people. Jocks, jocks and, and nerds. nerds. And it's our duty is jocks, as of the show, me and Michael. Yeah. We make fun of the nerds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, of course, in this... In this delightful show where two struggling undergrads talk uh, about The Simpsons with someone much more intelligent than them, Marcus, it's become tradition on the show to pass to the guests at the start to talk a little bit about your history with The Simpsons and then why you chose Homer Goes to College itself.
2: When I was young, I was lucky enough to have pay TV. So instead of just watching the staple six o'clock on Channel 10, (laughs) we were also able to watch again at seven o'clock.
0: One of the better things about having pay TV, definitely. (laughs) Along
2: with that as well, we also got an additional three hours on the weekend every morning 9 till 12 where we could Prom watch time
0: for kids yeah
2: straight <laughs> simpsons for three hours and if that wasn't enough we could then also switch to the plus two channel and just re-watch the last two hours again if we wanted to
0: <laughs> yeah brilliant why wouldn't you
2: i think to you michael i originally suggested maggie makes three
0: yeah right Because I absolutely (laughs) love
2: a lot of the sentimental Simpsons episodes. Mm. Unfortunately, that episode was covered in last week's episode, but I'm sure your regular five listeners would already know that.
0: (laughs) Oh, low blow from Marcus there. And
2: so I think it was an executive (laughs) decision on your part, Mike, to go with this episode as it would nicely reflect my career path and what I do. And it has just a lot of great quotes and hilarious moments. And there
0: is a lot of executive meddling from me on the show. I I sort of steer the guests in the direction that suits Tom and I's (laughs) agenda. But Tom... Kick us off the discussion of Homer Goes to College with uh, some of the episode facts. Okay, here they are. First
1: aired, October 14th, 1993. Uh, the last episode, which featured the writing of Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Um, he wrote many Simpsons episodes, such as Marge and the Monorail, Marge yeah, versus the Monorail. Yeah, Marge versus the Monorail, yeah, which um, everyone knows. about yeah, one. he, of course, abandoned his contract with the Simpsons in order to begin hosting on late night.
0: Yeah, which so. like, which did go very well for him, because it was quite controversial that he kind of abandoned this contract yeah, to I do this. Yeah, he could be happy
1: with leaving. He did do He's quite well <laughs> after,
0: but he did a lot of good things for the Simpsons. Yeah,
1: no, it's a bunch of cultural references in this episode, primarily calling out to National Lampoon's Animal House. Yeah. Pretty much a 70s going to college. Yeah. It, it's, Very stereotypical. It, it's a typical American. kind of
0: college film akin to something like, um, maybe for our generation, like American Pie, or even maybe super bad in terms of like the subject matter that's being covered. They're about sex, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: we see that in this episode, Homer's forced to get a college education by Mr. Burns because yeah. he's grossly underqualified. Mm-hmm. And when he gets to college, his whole perception of the college experience is based on these
0: these college right and and you get this idea that comes across so brilliantly in this episode that Homer as a character he can't tell he can't interpret what is fiction and what is reality right he, he watches these movies like Animal House, and then he goes to college and he thinks that this is exactly yeah. what his college experience is. And most episodes um, really focus on, most Homer-centric episodes focus on him being at his stupidest. You know, he's uneducated, he's dim-witted. And um, I guess we'll get to more of that later, but how does, how does Homer get to college? Like, what, how does it lead to that? Oh, we'll- the episode starts off.
1: It's nap time at the power plant. It's nap time, right? So there's everyone's a, there's sleeping. There's a meltdown. <laughs> a dog
0: pushes a button to abort <laughs> the meltdown. Yeah, it's, it's quite humorous. And
1: there's a safety and surprise safety inspection. Yeah, where pretty much everyone has to, I guess, just prove that they can. They're qualified. Work. Yeah, <laughs> right. So Homer originally he's. Taken away by Smithers. Yeah. All the dull. So all the dumb dumb employees
0: employees are taken down into the basement to guard the bee, and Homer is (laughs) head bee guy, right? And I think this is a really nice thing, which we'll get to, where Mr. Burns and Smithers are very aware of the shady operation that they're running at the power plant. They know that they have under under underqualified employees, but they just don't care. They're happy to continue running it like that, right?
1: Yeah. So pretty much. Homer, he has to go to college. He's been made to go to college. He can't get into a college because he gets rejected by everyone he applies to. Yeah. So Mr. Burns, he has to use his chair. He's, on, he's, um, his
0: literal chair that basically resembles the the throne from Game of Thrones, right? It's just a big spiky chair. Um, He sits at the front of the table. Um, it's yeah, He's
2: got gargoyles on the arms and he's yeah. got, I think, a hound dog. At yeah, he's side. got a hound
0: dog <laughs> chained to the chair as well. And that's quite a good scene as as well there. Guys, we will be back talking all things Mr Burns and Homer Goes to College straight after this. It's the Yellow Family here with Tom and Michael. Tom and Michael's Yellow Family here talking all things Homer Goes to College with our guest of the week, Marcus. Tom, before we launch into our discussion, you've got another fact from the episode, a cultural nod.
1: Um, lots of good moments by Monty Burns here. Yeah, definitely. Mostly in the front half of the episode. Yeah, because he sort of takes a backseat towards the end. Yeah. In this scene, it reflects the 80s gangster film, The Untouchables, where Mr Burns, it's when he's trying to beat one of the yeah, members so, of Springfield University over so, the head with so, a baseball bat. So basically <laughs> The
0: Untouchables is this gangster film and there's a scene where one of the guys beats the guy to death with a yeah. baseball bat <laughs> and Mr Burns is trying to do it and obviously Burns is always this frail, weak old man um, physically to pick up the bat. He, yeah, and he's like, I'm giving you the beating of a lifetime and <laughs> he's just like hitting him Stop ve- that. Yeah, very softly which I think, I think this is good because this is our first episode where we've really gotten to take a look at Mr Burns as a character because we've done, we've done about six episodes now, and this is the first one that he really features in. And we do choose the guests and the episodes of the week a few weeks in advance. So I know there are two people coming on in the next few weeks doing Mr. Burns-centric yeah. episodes. Try to guess which ones. You might have fun. <laughs> um, but this is one of the first ones. So I thought we could talk about him a bit here because Mr. Burns is constantly portrayed as this very menacing, powerful figure of um, corporate America, I guess you could say. And he's, he's this... Ruthless, relentless businessman, and he st- he stops at nothing to increase his own power and wealth.
2: And yeah, and when we were watching the episode with the commentary, the writers actually talk about how much fun they have with Mister Burns. He's yeah, almost right. like this limitless evil character. Like, how far can they go?
0: And he does mm, get away definitely. with a lot of really zany and uh, and pure evil kind of things. You know, he tries yeah, to block pocket, out the sun in in who shot Mister Burns. Yeah, they and, have him stealing candy from a baby. Yeah, literally <laughs> stealing candy from a baby. Um, and struggling as well in in who shot Mr Burns and then he's always ignoring the consequences that what his actions do to other people and he's always
1: paying people off from bribes to Mayor Quimby in this episode. There's one to Mayor Quimby. There's He's got like a, a fur coat on.
0: And it is it is a really nice showcase of Mr. Burns here at the start of the episode. In fact, again, we get to that point that Burns is aware that he's he's employing underqualified staff. So when the nuclear safety inspectors come to, to inspect yeah. the plant, he's like, <laughs> Oh no, we're, we're not a power plant. We sell cookies. Mr. Burns, old fashioned, good time, extra chewy. And then he's like, <laughs> get, get the air. axe. <laughs> um, Chopped down the door. And he's always willing to throw people that care for him like per, sorry person that cares for him under the bus and you see this really well with smithers in this episode oh when uh, they're getting into the escape pod yeah um. and you know it, it's quite comical because it's basically this escape pod that's pretty much the pod from star wars with r2d2 and c3po yeah, and and um you know he closes the door to escape <laughs> the, the plant God, there's two seats yeah and what does he say I like to put my feet up, <laughs> yeah. right? He doesn't care about Smith as his carer at all. And I think as well, you get, you know, the main gag with, with Burns is his trap door, right? He yeah, every a,
1: time there's a scene of them in the office.
0: Yeah, he uses this trap door really well. And I think it's I think a really, really nice gag here where the the um, safety inspectors are in the office and Burns, try, Burns goes, you know what? I think you might be dropping the charges, <laughs> and he pushes the trapdoor button. The trapdoor opens <laughs> um, a few feet to the right of the, of the inspector. Yeah. and <laughs> the misses painters the, move your desk. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: he's like, ah, yes. And they um, even made sure that in the whole background of that episode, the bookcase was behind him the whole time, so they'd planned yeah. that gag the entire time <laughs> right, of yeah. that
0: scene. Really nice That's attention to writing. detail there from the writers, and, I, well, I guess more so the animators there, because, you know, it does. you can't tell that the desk has been moved and that it just sets up <laughs> that gag perfectly at the end. But I guess primarily in this episode where it sort of heads as it goes obviously is into this college and this animal house spoof and homer's role and his idiocy in this episode right (laughs) in in the midst of all of this we really start to see how incompetent homer is at his job he literally causes a meltdown in a van that has no nuclear yeah. energy in the van, right? That yeah. yeah, definitely
2: possible. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's just, you know, something very cartoony. And he comes out of this explosion he's and He's he's glowing with radiation, like almost like I, maybe the, <laughs> the Hulk, Hulk yeah. kind of vibe. And, and then it's like, oh, it's lunchtime. And he's like, oh, lunchtime. And he shakes, shakes out of this radiation. evil radiation <laughs> stage he's in. And then when he's applying to the colleges...
1: Yeah, when the, he's trying to do the application letter, I guess. Yeah. And he first is with Lisa. <laughs> and Lisa's like, come on, just take it seriously. Like, he's yeah, trying yeah. to find out his three favourite books. Yeah, right. So he's, TV he's, Guide to Book.
0: Yeah, his TV Guide <laughs> Book, and he's listing all these books. And Lisa's like, no, no. And it's interesting here, like, Marcus, you raised a point before the show, because we do meet up before the show, <laughs> but you raised a point about, you know, what Lisa's role in all this sort of is, I guess.
2: Yeah, we sort of clearly see here that she's the only one in the family that's anywhere near capable of having a college education at any point in her
0: life right and she's trying to help homer get into college by you know helping him write this letter but then he's like asking these stupid questions like "Is tv kind of book and she just she sort of just loses patience with him <laughs> compare that to bart's reaction to home like what does homer write in the yeah, letter like, in the end it, it, was, and it was the was most <laughs> i ever
2: threw up and it yeah. changed my <laughs> life forever yeah.
0: right and then yeah, and with then with the photo. <laughs> yeah but, but what does bart say before the photo he just was like, you are yeah. a man, Homer. you are a man, right? So, <laughs> so Bart's, you know, Bart's on the same intellectual level as Homer here. He's just like, yeah, that, that's the perfect thing to say in your college application, right?
2: But then he still also portrays that even with, when the photo gets put down, he's the one to question it, not Homer there. Yeah, yeah he's right?
0: Still he said, are you sure that that photo? And Homer goes, well, the, Homer. F- the photo doesn't matter. Yeah, and you get this really good... <laughs> I guess, demonstration of, of again, the, the the dynamic of the family's intellect. You've got Lisa at the top, Marge kind of sits somewhere between Lisa and, and Bart, and then you've got Homer down at the the dead bottom on Marge as well. Marge is really absent during the episode, right? up until the last scene, pretty much. Yeah, and I I think it's really funny because you would expect Marge to be... Like, Marge does push Homer to go to college. Oh, it's a wonderful opportunity for you. Go and do it. But then she disappears during this application (laughs) stage.
2: Yeah, and we only really get her back at the end of the episode when she comes in as that moral compass, which is really her role in the family throughout a lot of The Simpsons episodes. Definitely,
0: and And she does kind of get glossed over a lot, like Lisa as well, but she always comes back as that... Yeah, the moral centre and the one to sort of push Homer in the right direction or, or just to be upset at Homer's wrong direction. Getting to college, of course, you get the overly typical view of what college is. Oh,
1: just as soon as soon he pulls as, into yeah. college.
0: As you heard the sound <laughs> effect before on the show, nerd! And he tries to explain to, like, Marge, there are nerds and jocks. There are nerds and jocks at uni. I'm a jock. He's a nerd, right?
1: And he's, like, automatically just placed himself as a jock. Like, oh, he's obviously not a nerd. Yeah. But he's not
0: he, but he, Yeah, here. and, like... I don't know, he, he, he goes in and he spikes the punch, and he thinks, yeah, this, you know, this is it. I'm a hero. A hero. <laughs> I have spiked the punch. We're going to have a great time. But all the college students object to this, and one runs up on stage, I've just been informed the punch has been, been spiked, spiked. <laughs> but all spiked of your parents punch. have been contacted and are coming to pick you up shortly. <laughs> oh, <thank God. laughs> yeah. One of the best one-off characters in The Simpsons, like, I think he's a one-off, Um, the Dean. And basically the Dean is just... Similar to the guests on this show, an all-around good guy, would you yeah, agree Tom? Nothing wrong with him. Doesn't do anything wrong. In fact, maybe not, maybe not maybe more than a good guy. Like he's he's basically a saint, right? He wants to play hacky sack with the students and he was the bassist in the Pretenders apparently according <laughs> to him. But Homer seeing what happened in Animal House with the dean and the students has a vendetta against the dean. Yeah, Yeah, he has this really
2: (laughs) contrasted view of what a dean is meant to be, sort of always making the uni life hard for the students. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) trying
0: to, you know, stop them from partying down, as he puts (laughs) it. And he's really, really angry at the dean from the get-go for no particular reason.
2: (laughs) points out the starch in his shirt when I think he's wearing a sweater and T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then there's the beautiful, beautiful scenes of Homer in the lecture hall with, the, you know, your typical mm. lecturer. He's an old man. He's quite chubby. And, you know, he's just teaching the class. And he, Homer does that great call where he's like, "Uh, excuse me, I worked in a nuclear power plant for 10 years. I think I know how a proton accelerator works, right? <laughs> the whole thing. What, it's it just cuts, to, it just cuts another... to a scene where... The entire yeah. lecture hall is oh. running out of the lecture. Homer Homer walks out very very um I guess calmly. The whole place is is radiated and the two like emergency guys run in and Homer's just like <laughs> it's in guys, there and they, they say know him
1: because it's happened so often. They <laughs> say thanks Homer <laughs> and they
0: they know so it's just this really nice gag that shows you know this is what Homer is he constantly causing nuclear nuclear meltdowns in Springfield and they know nobody him by cares. name but nobody really cares. He yeah, still
2: manages to hold down that safety director job. Yeah. yeah, right.
0: It's it's just it's very very a period of the show where it's very very cartoony comedy but it, you know you've, you you suspend the disbelief a lot easier because it's a it's a cartoon. But it's still interesting to look at it from you know a realistic standpoint. Yeah.
1: He obviously needs tutoring help. Yeah. So,
0: by the dean. Then we get three other characters, which are the nerds. Very, very good characters here, who are basically the most typical, intelligent, nerdy people. They yeah,
2: re- very exaggerated, stereotypical nerds into their computer games and yeah. movies.
0: Glasses, asthma, asthma, like nasally voices, socially inept. They quote Monty Python a lot. In fact, I think yeah. a tribute to that is the couch gag. To this is a is a. A reference to Monty Python's Flying Circus so with the, the giant, giant foot, foot. Coming down on the couch. Homer, of course, gets them expelled. He gets them expelled <laughs> from the college because it's... A zany scheme. A zany <laughs> scheme. And he, it, it, this is another call out to um, Animal House, where in that film they steal a horse and the horse faints. In this they steal a pig and the pig faints. And <laughs> great line where the dean's just like, oh, that sounds like <laughs> a pig fainting. <laughs> and Homer comes home and he starts talking about the nerds to the family at dinner right and bart played dungeons and dragons for 5 hours and bart says to him homer you're hanging with nerds man and homer like very interesting side of homer really angry that, yeah he goes into this like almost caveman kind of ape mentality where he's holding a knife and when bart says that he holds Friends. it to bart's face and goes you take that back right and then Marge, who, like, is meant to be the voice of reason, sides with Marge is she's like, oh, Homer, please, come on, these boys sound very nice, but they're very clearly nerds, right? <laughs> so even Marge has that stereotypical judgment of people as well. Yeah, and it
2: stems from that almost intimidation of the nerds from, like, those typical college films and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Homer invites them to live with them, of course. after because he got
1: them expelled.
0: And again, you see Homer's ignorance here. He's a hospitable man, but it's always at the expense of his family's comfort. And, for example, Bart and Lisa are watching Itchy and Scratchy, and Lisa goes, (laughs) this is the one where Scratchy finally gets itchy. And then the nerd comes along and accidentally unplugs (laughs) it, because he wants to plug his own thing in. And they're like, oh, plug it back. In, plug it back in what this or the tv the tv the tv and then then crusty just beams
1: Whoa, they'll never let us show that again not in a million years yeah and it,
0: that's a, that's a very very good gag that shows you know all oh, the nerds are so unaware of, of other people as well obviously at the end he reinstates the nerds into into college he gets them back in yeah, by the doing, good
2: the good guy dean is what welcomes them all back in, yeah with though. an even <laughs>
0: zanier scheme right and then homer says everything's wrapped up with no loose ends Very, very nice little stab from the writers saying, you know, that there was a plot here. There was a plot about Homer needing to go to college, but it took a big detour, (laughs) as a lot of episodes do. Then they go back to it. Homer's in in the lecture hall, and the the teacher's like, don't forget about the exam. (laughs) Exam? This is like one of those nightmares. And then he stands up and he's in his underwear (laughs) as well. Obviously, there's the montage where he's studying for the exam. He hands in the exam, skipping, jovial, slams it on the desk. He fails. So happy, he's like skipping and. <laughs> in the end, they they cheat on the test. They the the nerds change his grade with an A plus, um, with a computer. The nerds come through for Homer, you know, as he came through for them, and. No one in the end of this episode learns anything. In fact, it's explicitly stated, I believe, by Lisa that no one actually learned or yeah. progressed in this episode. Yeah,
2: they try to wrap it up in a nice little package, but every point Lisa's contradicting like, saying, no, they really didn't. yeah, right? What's they like to do.
0: And, of course, then you get the Dean, who's been great guy the whole episode, and he goes, uh, I've just been a bit run of, over by Homer yeah, in his car. <laughs> I've been a bit of an ogre myself, and <laughs> yeah, I think it's a nice showcase of the way that The Simpsons writers sort of... Gloss over the legitimate real world consequences of what Homer's doing, and yeah, of you Homer's ignorance. Yeah,
1: he's hip put in. Yeah, <laughs> just like uh, I, I guess I can forgive you. Yeah,
0: a very very forgiving man. Guys, we've got to go to another song now, but we'll be back counting down our top three from Homer Goes to College right after this. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. <laughs> right, Tom, Michael, yeah.
1: <laughs> you every week you try and. Somehow relate the music you play on the show to The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, I do. I've
1: been thinking of what the theme may be for yeah. this week. Three-piece bands.
0: Wrong. You ah. did. You just guess. You didn't know, <laughs> so you just guessed. I did. No, the theme. It's Tom and Michael's yellow family. By the way, the theme of this uh, episode, this episode's songs is. Uh, college, unsigned, independent music, um, because there is a lot of cool independent music coming out of Melbourne and and Australia, so all of the music tonight is um, that kind of genre, and um, it's really cool. And I'll put a playlist up on the SYN website, syn.org.au, so you can check these guys out if you like them. Guys, it is time to launch into one of the... I guess the listeners have really caught on and are enjoying this segment, probably because it's the one where we talk the least. Yeah, no, it's a good segment for us
1: to one waste three minutes.
0: Oh, I, w- I wouldn't say waste, <laughs> but we do fill three, we minutes, fill which three is, minutes. We do need to fill an hour of time, need. which
1: is sometimes <laughs> difficult. And two, it's a good way for us to just get some of our favourite quotes from the episode out there. To
0: celebrate the, the, the finer moments of the episode, and it is all happening today in a little segment that we like to call
1: And darling
0: I will be counting down the Top three moments from this week's episode. It is the top three moments from this week's episode. Homer goes to college. You do know when you have a regular listener as a guest on the show when they're not giving you weird looks when I you don't play look that at sweeper. You in disgust. You? Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> guests usually give us a really weird look at that. Uh, we don't start just into the top three. That would be anticlimactic. Like we got to yeah, have something beforehand something to build up to, which is That's why good. we do. The Honorable Mentions. Should we just dive into them now, guys? Why not? All right, let's do that. The feet in my bottom! No, my bottom's big! Now we're going to simulate a power surge in Core Sector 8.
1: What the hell are you talking about? For the love of God, sir, there are two seats. I like to put my feet up.
2: Or you can trade it all in for what's in this box. The box! The box! Well, I have the feeling you'll be dropping the charges. Ooh.
0: The painter's moved your desk, sir. Oh, yes.
2: You must find the jade monkey... Before the next full moon. Actually, sir, we found the jade monkey. It was in your glove compartment.
0: It's your three favorite books and how they've influenced your life.
2: Is TV Guide a book? No. It was the most I ever threw up, and it changed my life forever.
0: Well, Pop, what are you going to do? Something
2: I should have done a long time ago.
0: You don't know, do you?
2: Uh, excuse me, Professor Brainiac. But I worked in a nuclear power plant for ten years. And uh, I think I know how a proton accelerator worked. Well, please come down and show us. All right, I will. <laughs> Hello, Dean. You're a stupid head. Homer, is that you? <laughs> come on, Mr. Simpson. You'll never pass this course if you don't know the periodic table. I'll write it on my hand. We roll him up in a carpet and throw him off a bridge. <laughs>
0: Okay, those are the <laughs> honourable mentions from Homer goes to college. Uh, really good ones there. I I think I really like the one where Homer's just like, "I'm gonna do something I would have I should have done a long time ago," right? Because you'd think it would just flash forward to something there, yeah, and then and in. it's just silent. And Marge goes, "You don't know, do you?" And she's so disappointed <laughs> so with brilliant. it. Um, it's just
2: a still frame of him standing
0: at the <laughs> table, hands on desk, no ready man, action. You're just waiting for something to happen. Tom, any standouts for you there?
1: Well, I do love. Just Homer's attempt at a s- zany scheme is yeah. rolling something roll him up, up in a <laughs> and him off a, a bridge. And then
0: Bart comes up <laughs> with his scheme and then Homer ends it with, and then but we roll, roll him up, up in a carpet <laughs> and throw him off a bridge.
1: If That's the best thing he can come up with. yeah. Something.
0: Marcus, There yeah, are a
2: couple of great ones there for me. I especially love the mystery box gag done yeah. so well in this episode <laughs> yeah. with Smithers and the washer and dryer standing there. <laughs> yeah. And then I know that...
0: Other shows like Family Guy
2: have had their own mystery box oh, yeah. gag. Yeah, the,
0: the mystery box could be anything, though. even a boat. Remember how we <laughs> wanted one of those? That's a really well-done mystery box gag. Yeah, and I'm
2: just also really glad that the periodic table joke made it into this list, obviously. And as someone from a science background, like Homer attempting to write the periodic table on his arm also just doesn't make sense because it's a physics exam there.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, not a chemistry no. exam. Something that would go over both of our heads. Yeah, definitely
2: did go to have over both of the, our heads. Uh, <laughs> but guys, I do watch the show, and I know that it's not about the honourable mentions Though is it? No, no say that. <laughs> oh, he is a listener.
0: Um, it is about the top three, which is as we say as why the segment is called top three. Do you want to dive into the top three? Probably best. Listeners at home, what about you? Ah, uh, you can't. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right, let's start off, guys. Number three.
2: I won't need my high school diploma anymore. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T.
0: I mean S-M-A-R-T Really good um, typical Homer gag So there. iconic, yeah. that song. Very, very good. Um, it's said a lot. Guys, we got to chug through these. Do you want to go straight on to number two? Yep. Let's do it. Number two. number two.
1: Number two. You know the old saying, out with the old, in with the nucleus. <laughs> now we'll begin by... Oops. <laughs>
2: Oh, did you see that jerk?
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to fade that one down because it does go on for some time. I, I love laughing in the background. Yeah, you know, he tells a
2: legitimate joke and yeah, then the sophisticated <laughs> laughter from most of the people in the audience. And then it he drops his note, and Homer's
0: <laughs> is in stitches. This is the funniest thing for him ever, guys. We always count down to number one, the top moment from the episode of the week. Homer goes to college. Let's play it. In fact, you might have heard this a little bit before, but uh let's go straight into it.
1: Number, number one. one.
2: Oh, that isn't very nice. Marge, try to understand. There are two kinds of college students. Jocks and nerds. As a jock, it is my duty to give nerds a hard time. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd?
0: Pardon me? Again, Homer just thinks that this is what college life is. He's such an idiot. Um, and he sees somebody with the varsity jacket and it's like, Oh, you know, he's a, a jerk. He's, jerk. One of, he's one of <laughs> us, you know. Um, really good moments there. Let us know your favourite moments from Homer Goes to College at facebook.com slash the yellow family or for next week's episode 22 short films about Springfield. we got to go to another song now and we'll be back doing Wake Me Up When The Simpsons Ends, one of our favourite news segments straight after this. It's The Yellow Family with Tom and Michael here on Sin, and we're about to launch into one of our favourite new segments on the show. I say all our segments are our favourite, <laughs> but you know, you know how it is. It's a little segment that we like to call The Golden Age has come and passed. 27 seasons have gone so fast. Wake me up when the Sin For those of you who are new to the show, first of all, welcome, as always. This is The Yellow Family, where we talk about The Simpsons on your radio. This is a segment where it's a bit of a game that you can play along with at home. I give you two episodes of The Simpsons. One is real, one is fake. Your job is to figure out which one is real. If you get the right answer, you will hear this sound. And if you get the wrong answer, of course, you will hear this sound. Wrong answer, you idiot. Try again. I like of to course. put in a bit of abuse because, you know, <laughs> otherwise there's, there really are no stakes in this. As Someone did point out to me the other day, I, I like that segment, but there's no stakes. you got to do something, which is why I throw the abuse in. Guys, are you ready to start? All right, Show's let's go. get going. All right, which episode really happened, guys? Was it A. Kirking Hard, where Kirk joins an online dating site and finds he is very popular amongst the women of Shelbyville, so he decides to move, but is touchingly asked to stay by Millhouse? Or is it B. Hardly Kirking, when Bart cuts Millhouse's hair and he starts to resemble his father Kirk, which leads the duo to take part in adult activities such as voting and bullying other adults? <laughs> All right, so. You don't have many Millhouse themed episodes or Kirk themes. Up. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm the impartial <laughs> person here. I'm and
2: I do find it hard to believe that Kirk would be popular amongst ladies. Although very they true. They are of
0: Shelbyville, so <laughs> we never know. Also, I in fact, Luann is from <laughs> Shelbyville. I, adult adult anyway. activities, oh, ac- extra such as voting. For <laughs> like, what
1: you, why is adult activities voting? Like that's the thing they would go to before.
0: Guys, I, I don't, I, I don't write I them. Well, yes, I do. I write one. <laughs>
1: All right, um, guys. What do you
0: guys reckon? Hardly. Uh, yeah, I two.
2: think the Hardly second Kierking. one sounds a bit more likely. Hardly okay. Kirking
0: is locked in? That yep. answer is. Oh. There you go. Amazing. You got that one right, guys. Killing it. Here's the challenge <laughs> number two. Which episode really happened? Was it A. The Man Who Grew Too Much, where sideshow Bob and Lisa begin to bond over a shared love of high culture, but Bob genetically alters his DNA and breaks into a murderous rampage? Ooh, or is it B. The Man Who Apu Too Much, where Snake and Apu begin to bond after Snake applies for a part-time job at the Quickie Mart, looking to change his ways.
2: Well, I do know that Bob and Lisa do share a lot of... Um, intellectual discussions. I'm not sure if they would ever bond properly over it. And then you were there laughing a little bit as you were reading that one. Not sure if you're trying to put us off there. Or maybe he's just I've very got a very good poker work. face,
0: as you know. <laughs> when when I read these, out, I have a very straight face the whole time. And
2: the oh. Quickie Mart's hiring policy isn't the best, so we put it past them hiring snake. <laughs> yeah,
1: true. What do you got? I, shot up multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I may, I may be leaning towards number two here again, but yeah, it would be risky if it was a multiple choice. So okay. in exam I wouldn't go for well, it but guys, I go for DNA, number 2. Yeah, just I'm going to need an it. answer guys so number two, from we'll a go. science background.
0: You want to lock in number 2 the man who are too much? Yeah. You sure about that? Too bad it's locked in and it's yeah. wrong answer you idiot. Try again. Sorry about that guys. You got not. it wrong. We've, we're always on a decider at the end of this segment, right? Well, what do they yeah, mean by
2: genetically altering his
0: DNA? <laughs> I as don't a know. scientist, this is you. <laughs> I need more information here. Guys, challenge number three. Which episode really happened? Was it A, the girl code? Lisa creates a new app, Conrad, that can predict the negative outcome of a social media post. However, she begins to believe Conrad is real when it starts talking to her. Or is it B, the no code? Neil Patrick Harris guest stars as Harvey, a new boy at school who teaches Bart the Art of Schoolyard Womanising and How to Handle Rejection.
1: Okay, so obviously a play on the bro code from How I Met Your Mother. Yep, and using Neil Patrick Harris there. Very well done. Oh, yeah. If it's Michael's one that he's come up with. I feel like if there would have been a bit of talk about Neil Patrick Harris being on The Simpsons. I don't remember hearing
0: anything about it. He is quite a big
2: celebrity. Um, and I'm not sure that 10-year-olds need to be learning about womanising, <laughs> so...
0: I mean, Bart's kissed a few girls. Very true. Terry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... Guys, I oh, might that, need an that answer.
0: Predicts negative outcomes of social media. It sounds, sounds
2: like something Lisa could do. So, yeah, we'll go with the girl code, number one to break it
0: up. Okay, this is the decider. Is the answer right or wrong, computer? There you go. You guys have it taken it be home. All number two,
1: <laughs>
0: which means that uh, the the people that is the Tom and the guest of the week are now on two wins. I'm on one, which is a shame, guys. We've <laughs> got to go to a song now. We'll be back straight after this, wrapping up the show, hearing an update on can I cover a feeling, and yeah, that's about it. It's the Yellow Family with Tom and Michael. Before we go tonight, we have a quick feeling on a segment we did at the start of this show and yeah, then it, it kind of disappeared for, for the purpose of convenience it did disappear um <laughs> it is a little segment that we like to call can i cover a feeling could you lend me a song from the show it's can I cover a feeling where we cover songs from The Simpsons. We, why not? Yeah, we covered uh, Lisa's birthday before that. We did Baby on Board. Then we then people were really liking it and They're like, oh, when's the next one? When's the next can I cover a feeling? We were like, crap, uh, we don't damn. know. These are really hard for us to do. Yeah, um, we have to keep doing it. Yeah, we knew the day would come where we couldn't wait any longer. We don't have one for you tonight, sadly. We don't Definitely have one. Not. Um, but Tom, there is an update on the next can I cover a feeling, right?
1: There is. It is happening. Yeah. Um, it should be coming over in the next couple of weeks, I think.
0: I would say we will have this on air in about three weeks' time. There is a little bit of fine-tuning to go, but we will have it on air. Uh, Guest of the Week, Marcus, you have something to add on this?
2: Um, I do, but, uh, it's a secret. Shut Shut up! up. (laughs) No,
0: um... But uh, I will just say this: there is not one, but two. Can I cover feelings in the work, Marcus? Do you want to yeah, uh, there, talk? Yeah, there
2: is something else in the works, so a little bit different to the others. A couple more people working on it.
0: Yeah, we yeah. have uh, we Expanded. have gotten external musicians to come in to fill the the skills that we are lacking, yeah. which is mainly all the skills. Huge... But, Marcus, you are involved in one of these.
2: Yep, I'm definitely involved and it'll be coming a bit later in the series down the track. Yeah. Very
0: under wraps still. It's very under wraps, <laughs> but just be aware that we are we have been working really hard on two covers and they will be coming um, to you guys very very soon if you if you keep listening to the show you will hear more and more about them as we come Tom the 411 for next week please alright
1: here's the 411 next week we're joined by Jack Misson radio person and of course an all round good guy on the show of course looking at a fan favourite episode 22 short films about Springfield yeah uh, which structurally parodies Pulp Fiction of course mm-hmm. features classic steamed hams gag which yeah. is huge right now yeah so tune in next week if you're a fan of steamed
0: hams who isn't
1: and uh, <laughs> <laughs> And many of the recurring characters in Springfield.
0: Yeah. Marcus, did you have a good time on the show? Yeah, it was great fun being here, guys. Thanks for having me. Awesome. No problem. And that is about all we've got time for on the show tonight. Um, Don't forget, you can follow us at Facebook at facebook.com slash the yellow family for anything you may have missed. The podcast will be up shortly. You can find us on iTunes and most other podcast apps by searching the yellow family there. You can also find us on Google by Googling the yellow family. a okay, great
1: place if you ever want to find anything out and just the information.
0: All the Google. information in the world, just Google it, including us. Um, Thank you so much again to Mr. Marcus Jansarikiza for coming on. Thanks, and, and remember, whenever we have a guest on the show, as always, our guarantee to you is that they will never, never ever never. be back. Yeah. It's the Yellow Family here on Sin with Tom and Michael. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great yeah. night.